Hello, everyone. Welcome to day 16 of Podmas, your audio advent calendar that will help you manage your mind and process your emotions this holiday season. Today, I have a very special guest. One of my closest friends, Jessica, is here to talk about the holidays, time with your partner when kids are involved. Something, as you guys know, I know nothing about. (laughs) So enjoy this episode. Hey, hey, friends. So excited to be here today. I'm Jessica Wiest, and I'm here to talk about holidays with your partner when kids are involved. So I'm not the grumpy girlfriend expert. That's Katrin. But um, when kids are involved, I feel like my expertise jumps a few notches. I am the mother of five children, um, ages 11 down to three. And so I know a thing or two about doing the kid thing. And I think holidays are an excellent time to analyze our, uh, our abilities and our thoughts around kids, because I think they bring out the best and the worst of all of us. Um, they give us opportunities to discover some of our, our, uh, uncomfortable and difficult thoughts. So I want to talk about three tips to get you through the holidays when not just your partner, but also your kids or theirs or both are in the mix. And we're going to talk about three things. I want to talk about the merry meltdowns. I want to talk about valuing those holiday holiday traditions. And also lastly, I want to talk about wanting that perfect holiday and what that looks like. So the first thing I want to talk about are the merry meltdowns. (laughs) Christmas won't be Christmas without, um, several of them. Just FYI, you probably know this. If you've been around kids at Christmas time, whether out shopping or at late night parties or at dinner with aunt Sophie at that fancy restaurant, you are just going to have meltdowns from kids. They're going to be overtired, overstimulated, oversugared, overworked, and they are going to show it, right? They're going to cry. They're going to protest. They're going to scream. They're going to throw things. It's just part of being a kid. They're doing their own emotional regulating. They're learning how to be a human with big emotions, and they're going to move their body and make loud noises. And it's just part of the holidays with kids. So how do we have a good relationship with our partner as we navigate this? Because I think there are a couple of things that can happen that are detrimental to our relationship with our partner. The first one can be that we feel like our partner is freaking out when we want to just be calm and allow this child to have their emotions, right? We've been doing this work. We've been learning how to feel our feelings. We've been modeling that for these kids or, or maybe, maybe it's your partner's kids, but you notice the emotions and you're allowing the child to have the emotions, but then your partner is over there saying, we've got to stop. We need to make this child behave. What are you, why aren't you doing anything? And that can start to create a a dynamic where you are then getting upset or reacting to your partner's emotional state. 
And the irony here is that um, it's important to allow the child to have their emotions. And then it's also important to allow your partner to have their emotions in response to this. Now, I recognize that this is kind of superhuman and most of us can't sit through that without having our own heart rate go up and have a, a panicked response. But I want you to notice your panic and notice the difficulty and breathe through it and remind yourself that this is a normal part of the holidays. Meltdowns happen. This child might be having one. Your partner might be having one. You might be having one, but you have the skills to breathe through it and recognize it for what it is and not feel this sense of urgency to get away from those feelings. You can just allow them and embrace them as part of the new normal for holiday time. The flip side of that coin is you might be feeling like this child is having a meltdown and I need to get them to calm down. And this is, this kid is out of control and my partner is not doing anything to help. And probably the moment I say that you can start to recognize how useless that type of thinking is in the long run. I mean, it's fine. You're, you're welcome to believe anything you want, but when you start believing my partner isn't helping, I'm the one doing all the work here. I'm the one freaking out. I'm the one who needs help. And my partner is not participating. That type of thinking is going to get you worked up into your own version of a merry meltdown, right? So the best point of advice I feel like I can offer under this first mini tip of the merry meltdowns is that during the holidays, slightly more so than any other time of year, there are going to be more meltdowns in your life. They're going to be happening, particularly by the children in your life. Your partner might be hopping on board. You might be tempted to hop on board. My tip is to breathe. I know that sounds ridiculous, but really breathe and take a step back and just allow for this space. When you start to notice it happening, instead of jumping in and getting sucked into the drama, just take a step back and notice and remember, just have that little click of mem realization. Oh, this is a meltdown. This is normal. Nothing has gone wrong here. That child or that adult is overstimulated and is trying to deal with their environment. And I can be present and not need to try and change that or fix that as it's happening and it will pass. They always do. So good luck with that one. That one's probably one of the most visceral ones. We have that initial big, heavy response, particularly when we are out in public with a child who we wish was behaving differently. It's okay to wish they were behaving differently, but we can at the same time, allow them to be behaving how they are and invite them to change, offer rewards, maybe consequences and set boundaries. But at the end of the day, that, that child is going to, is going to need to run their course of their emotions. So the best thing you can do is not freak out and also allow your partner to, to interact in whatever they, way they need to, that's going to help you both. Secondly, are, uh, valuing how the holiday traditions now, this is interesting because winter holidays are historically tied to family, faith, and traditions, right? The ones that you remember from your childhood, like right? that midnight mass experience or decorating a family Christmas tree 
or celebrating New Year's Eve with that really special dinner of particular foods. There are so many different traditions and so many have deep nostalgic connections for us, which makes it natural that we want to pass down these traditions and share them with those that we love, particularly our partners and our kids. So it can happen sometimes that our partner doesn't get as excited about those traditions. They're not on the same wavelength or they don't even care, or maybe they have different traditions. This can be a setup for some really uncomfortable feelings because we want our partner to be on the same page. We want them to value our traditions just as much as we do. So notice that when that comes up for you, that, that feeling of tenseness or anxiety or, or frustration, when you start to feel like a tradition that you value, or you want to pass down is not being celebrated or valued by your partner in the same way that it is celebrated or valued by you. So the good news is you get to do the valuing of this tradition. You get to value it and create meaning and understand why you love it. And you can pass that down to the children in your life. You don't need the permission of, or the approval of your partner necessarily. I mean, obviously it's worth talking these things over. If you both have strong and very differing traditions, it's useful to have a conversation and get to a point of mutual respect. But when it comes down to a point where maybe your partner is not as actively invested as you are, you don't need that person to be advocating for this celebration or this tradition in the same way you are, you get to do that. And you can allow your partner to just be whoever they want to be in this situation. And it will be so liberating for you and for them to value your traditions, love them, pass them on. If you want to celebrate them in whatever ways you find meaningful and not require that your partner do the exact same as you. The third thing I want to talk about is the obsession with wanting the perfect holiday experience. And you probably know what I'm talking about. You know, the lights, the sparkle, the magic, that beautiful version of the holidays that you see on your Instagram feed that others are putting on in their lives. We all sort of want that. There's a part of us that just wants that beautiful, perfect holiday. The irony though, is that when we have a perfect plan in mind, inevitably there will be something that goes wrong. And kids are often the ones behind this, right? They might accidentally break the nativity set or complain throughout the dinner that you worked so hard to make. They might not be excited about the gift you chose so thoughtfully or whatever, any version of those things that aren't quite what you wanted it to be. And the temptation with this is that you might start to think they are ruining Christmas. You worked so hard. You did all this work. You care about this holiday and -and so-and-so is ruining it. The irony is that when we start believing that someone or something is ruining our perfect holiday, we then pull ourselves out of the magic and into a bitter and resentful state of mind. And in that state of mind, you might be surrounded by all the magic and sparkle in the world, but you won't be able to see it because of your own grumpiness 
it really is a mental game as all of these coaching concepts are. So here's my suggestion to you today. Promise yourself that this holiday season with or without kids, you're going to be willing to feel all the feels that you're going to face and even embrace what comes the good, the messy, and the unplanned, the merry meltdowns, the holiday traditions that you love, even when others maybe don't, and the holiday season that will come with its own set of burned desserts and unmet expectations. At the end of the day, being willing to be present for the uncomfortable emotions means that you will have an even more rewarding experience with the good ones. Life is 50-50 with the emotions, the highs and the lows. And an openness to the uncomfortable allows your heart to be more open for the lovely and the joyous. May you gift yourself this peace of mind. This holiday season is my hope for you. And with that, I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.